Hey, wow. Um, it has been like 14 months since I last done the previous episode of the podcast. That was back in August 2021. Um, and I'm back here again. You know, it's 31st December 2022. So much has happened, you know, the past uh, 14 months. Um, the world has changed so much as well. You know, people have started traveling. Um, things kind of feel like they're, they're back to pre-pandemic levels, but not exactly as well. Um, and so much to grapple with. Um, just a very quick background, you know, the reason why I stopped uh, recording or uploading podcast episodes is because I just felt really tired um, at that point in time because I was at this kind of space in my business where I wasn't really sure um, what I was doing in a sense. Like I really wanted to talk about all things personal growth and spiritual growth and everything, but, it, it, you know, that 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 key message wasn't really coming across and I felt like you know doing the podcast episodes every week felt like a chore you know I had to scramble the record and then do the show notes and upload it and all of that and it just didn't feel very good to me um, so I decided to stop it and because since August last year I have gone through a couple of changes in my life as well especially my professional life I've you know uh, kind of um, been in two different jobs already um and there's a lot of transformation personal growth work that i've been doing in between that's been quite exciting and quite interesting and has taken up a lot of my emotional space as well so i was focused on that and um, i'm back here now so that was a bit of background and um yeah i'm moving forward the seasons of the podcast are going to look a bit different so i'm going to be focusing a lot more on um, you know, how we can start to break free of societal expectations, start to live our, you know, dream lives, um, live with purpose. And a big part of my podcast will also um, feature a lot of um, things and, and tools and tips, you know, around personal growth, of course, but also around relationships and romantic obsession, particularly limerence, because I had a recurrence of an episode earlier this year, and I thought that, it's time to actually let these things go and to actually, you know, be open and to talk about it and to help other people who are also experiencing the same thing, you know, the same journey to help them um, out of it and to help them lead, you know, healthier, um, romantic, uh, have healthier romance and um, lead healthier lives as well. So that's my aim for the podcast uh, going forward. And starting today, um, yeah, today uh, is the probably the first season of the, I mean, the first episode of the new season. So um, it's 31st of December. So I'm going to just, you know, do a look back or a reflection on what has went on um, the past uh, the past year. You know, 2022 has been such a weird year to me because it's it feels like such a long year. Like I've done so much of stuff, but it also felt like a really short year at the same time. It just flew by. Like I can still remember what I did on the first day of January and it's already like the last day of the year now. Um and December has always been a like one of my favorite months of the year because you know it's Christmas, it's holidays. You know, I get to meet up with friends. Um, I I do things that I want. I go to concerts. You know, um, recitals. Yeah, you know, all those cool you know drinks from Starbucks comes out around this time as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's and the weather is really really nice. You know, because I live in a place that you know can get quite hot and humid. So you know, having really nice rainy. Um, you know, windy sort of weather is just a really nice change. And um, I'm going to be really sad when the heat sets in again. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, December is one of my favorite months. And I always do kind of um, a reflection or a look back on the year, um, which is why it's also kind of one of the most nostalgic and melancholic months on me as well, because, you know, I kind of look back on the year that went by and, you know, I think like, 
could I have done better? Could I have lived my life a bit better? Could I have done more? So those are the questions that always kind of, you know, it goes around my mind and makes me feel very ashamed and very guilty, you know, if I feel like I've not lived up to what I actually set out to do on the first day of the year. So um, moving forward, I kind of am looking to a doing a very different kind of reflection for my life. Um, and for this particular reflection this year, because I've been into tarot and astrology, you know, recently this year, very much this year. Um, so, you know, it will have a little bit of spirituality sprinkled in as well. Okay, so just to begin, um, 2022, um, for some, you know, spaces in tarot, some tarot readers, you know, we call it kind of like the year of the lovers because um, the tarot cards, there's a major and a mi minor arcana. So the major arcana is made up of about 20 cards and um, it has very major themes, just broadly speaking here, major, covers major themes in our lives and our psyches. Um so 2022 being 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 2 is, you know, 6. So 6 lines up to um, the number 6 card in the Major Arcana, which is the Lover's card. And for the Lover's card, um, you know, when I when I kind of knew of this concept, I thought, you know, hey, cool, you know, the Lover's year is going to be interesting because Lover's card um, has always come across as really, really positive and has really flowy, light energy to me compared to the, the cards of the previous years, especially the ones in 2020 and 2021 when, you know, the pandemic hit and we were struggling in the pandemic, you know, having the Lover's card was... It just felt very nice, you know, to, to kind of, you know, have to look forward to the Lover's year. So that was how I felt at the beginning of the year. Um, and before I kind of launch into my uh, reflections, um, just want to talk a bit about, um, you know, what the lover's card actually is. So, you know, lovers is all about the themes, you know, include things like relationships with everyone and yourself. So your friends, your, you know, everybody, your colleagues, your family, your lovers. And it's not just your lovers as well, but, you know, ultimately with yourself. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, it's also love of all kinds, not just romantic love, friendship love, familial love, you know, all sorts of love. Um, it's also about balance, your boundaries, um, the choices that you make. Because lovers is, you know, you see two people in the card. So it's actually... Um, yeah, choices, you know, whether do you make, you do you go left or do you go right? Yeah, it's also about unity, um, bonding, unions, boundaries. So all things really connected to not just love as in a literal sense, but it's also about relationships and, and getting together in all, um, in all manners and respects. And um, every tarot card has also a shadow side. So the shadow side of the um, lover's card is that, you know, well, yeah, breakups, okay, imbalance, not loving yourself or the people around you enough, um, giving away your power, and um, so on and so forth, okay, not having boundaries, that's a big one as well. So, um, it hasn't been a really easy year, and I felt that, you know, when I was re when I was kind of tuning into the themes of the lovers year at the beginning of this year, I felt like, you know, well, these are easy things to do, right, loving everyone, loving yourself, having balance, you know, making good choices, who, you know, how difficult is it to actually get that done? But um, this year, um, the shadow side, I had to deal with a lot of the shadow themes of the lovers as well. And um, it has been really eye-opening and, you know, really transformative in many different ways. Um, and yeah, I kind of, you know, want to share those themes with you and see if it resonates with you as well. So the very first thing is that... Um, I actually saw or experienced many friendships around me dying. So three big um, 
three big friendships actually kind of um you know I kind of drifted apart like that me and my friend kind of drifted apart um friendships are a very very big thing in my life because um you know I tend to always kind of um spend more time with my friends than you know with my partners um I feel like friendships are really like the solid you know if you have a very solid friendship network you know you tend to also be very you feel very emotionally supported and mentally supported um and I have lots of clients coming to me with friendship problems as well and friendships are something that um it's really really important to every one of us but it's not really much talked about in the media or you know in in popular culture because you know romance always kind of takes the center stage but um friendships actually are very key role in our play a very key role in our emotional and personal growth so you know when we struggle with our friendships and all that we tend to struggle in other areas of um, our personal relationships as well because you know the patterns that you actually um, you know show up with in your friendships will be the same patterns that you show up with with your lover with a colleague with a, a family member and so on so yeah Friendships aren't easy, okay? I would just have to say that first, you know, especially in the world these days where everyone is kind of just, you know, <laughs> where technology has taken over and kind of everybody's just hiding behind the screen most of the time. Um, and that is kind of preferred, you know, to, to face-to-face meetups and, and everybody seems to be busy with something or the other, you know. It can be really hard to sustain a friendship, um, really hard to make friends in the first place, right? Um, yeah, but I don't know, you know, I was thinking about this this year and I feel like without friends or acquaintances or social contacts in my life, life just feels really empty. You know, it just feels like it's not exciting. There's nothing to look forward to. Um, I enjoy being on my own, um, as in, you know, like kind of being at home and doing my own stuff. But I, I actually found out that I'm a, an extrovert as well. So, um, which is why I always kind of gravitate towards, you know, meeting new people and going out and things like that and that kind of nourishes me um and uh yeah you know and this year in particular I've been paying close attention to how I actually vibe with people um and it's just amazing you know when you meet someone you align with and you know you guys have a conversation can carry on for hours right um there's just some people that you connect with on that level and that feeling is just amazing to me okay um I yeah, it's something that it's actually very rare, but um, not that rare as well. But when you find it, it's kind of like, oh my God, I actually found my tribe. Yeah, and um, so, you know, what I love, like, um, h- having in my life this year is all these, you know, wonderful, amazeballs connections with people that um, just vibe with me and who are my tribe. And, you know, when we meet and we talk, um, you know, it's just epic. Yeah, and so... Um, friendships right so I had to let go of a couple this year um and these were friendships that were actually really like um two of them were for a really long time so they were more than 10 years friendships and um over the years friendships our friendships have changed so people do change um especially you know when you meet up when you first met when you were you know um students you know in college and when you start working at everything, um, people do change. Your lifestyles do change. You would start to have different values and different life stages set in and things like that. People start having families. Um, other people don't. And it's just all different. And sometimes you find that, you know, the friendship doesn't stick. Yeah. Um, for me, for two of these friendships, um, it had been going on for, like I said, a decade. And um, actually along the way, we've, the, the problem with very long-term friendships sometimes is that 
um, the two people involved in it just kind of take it for granted sometimes and you kind of take it as it goes. So you just go along with it but you know, you have all these, maybe all these small issues that you have with your friend and she might, she, he or she might have with you um, and nobody talks about it. It just kind of gets swept under the carpet and sometimes it happens because the both of you, you know, are like, oh, you know, we know each other for such a long time. Um, you know, all these things don't matter but um, actually deep down, you could be carrying a little bit of resentments or, you know, unspoken irritation and, and stuff and disappointments with a friend that you've actually never talked about in, you know, you've never talked about out loud, right? Um, and although, you know, I kind of said that um, friendships can be hard, the, the thing is that they don't have to be so darn hard either, okay? The, the same concept applies to romance. You don't have to try so hard to like someone, Okay, you don't have to chase after them to meet up with you. Um, you don't have to get them, you know, or to convince yourself. You don't have to tell yourself over and over again, like, hey, you know, it's okay. She, he or she did this, but, you know, it's fine. We're still friends. You don't have to keep rational rationalizing things like that to yourself. Okay, if this friend is really a good, genuine friend to you. Okay, so, you know, genuine friendship just flows. Like, um, you guys will definitely have differences and difficulties and all that, but it just flows and the two of you kind of work together to... Um, you know, take the friendship to another level and it's the same in romance as well. Okay, so, you know, just very quickly with the three people that I, I let go, um, uh, like I said, you know, the, the first two were um, very long-time friends. Okay, so one of them was like, um, I just got really tired hanging out with this person because it got to the point where we were always constantly doing things that she wanted to do. Yeah, it's a she. Um, and it never, like, my interests and my wants and my needs and what I wanted to do and what I wanted to have fun with never really factored in. Um, and it kind of felt like she was, you know, she could have anybody, like, present at the dinner or at the recital or whatever we were at. Um, and it didn't matter. Like, my presence at all didn't matter to her. It only mattered to her what she was doing. And... Um, that amount of or level of self-involvement I just couldn't vibe with after after a certain point in time. Um, and our lifestyles are also very different. So this is the thing, you know, when you meet people when you're in, when you're a student and then like you meet them again when you're working, it's a very different thing. Because we have very different lifestyles and we kind of value um, spending and money and all that in a very different way. Um, found it very difficult to kind of, um, you know, uh, decide on places to go to so i'm really okay with like you know the neighborhood coffee shops and very down-to-earth places whereas like she feels that she always needs to eat at very luxurious like places like michelin star restaurants and things like that all the time um yeah and that's not how i want to i want to spend you know um I, that's not how you know i want to spend my my meals you know at so and also saw other things, you know, she would kind of talk about other people that made me really uncomfortable because it made me wonder whether she was talking about me like that to other people as well. Um, and all those kind of stuff, which made me feel like, you know, I wasn't really enjoying this friendship. You know, it started off really, really well. We met in college and we went on an overseas, like, voluntary trip to Nepal and everything. And um, it was really fun. We were roomies and um, she made, you know, she would celebrate my birthday and I would celebrate hers. And it was really fun. But it's changed so much and um, I feel it's changed to a point where like we can't really connect like anymore and our, our goals and our you know values and all that in life is so different um, so that's one friendship another one um, okay so this one was a kind of a shorter friendship and we kind of met as colleagues 
But um, you know, very quickly, it kind of became very clear that I there was a certain role that we both played in a, in the friendship. So she would kind of always be the one talking, and I would always be the one listening. I tend to always find myself in the listening role, and this year I sought to actually break free of that role in many of my relationships, and it has really shifted the energy and the pattern in the friendships. Okay, so for me, I stopped wanting to listen, and um, I just kind of stopped talking. To this person because it was like she would send me like 20 to 30 like text messages every single day yes 20 to 30 text messages and i'm not kidding yeah i am you know i would open up my messaging app and there'll be like 20 essay long type messages from her and it just got so tiring to the point where um i told her a couple of times that i don't have time to read all this and if you know she wanted me to do you want to talk about some stuff? You could actually meet up. That would be easier. But it never happened, you know. So, yeah, I just got really tired of being in that role. And once I stopped playing that listening role, the friendship kind of crumbled as well. Yeah, and the third friendship was, um, this one was with my closest, one of my best friends. And it was actually very disappointing to see how it kind of panned out. Um, so, okay, uh, we had a lot of uh, ups and downs in the friendship. So, you know, we, we hadn't always been in contact. And I always find out, you know, many years later, after something happens, like, for example, she was struggling with something, she wouldn't actually tell me. Um, I mean, she considers me my, her best friend, but she doesn't tell me anything. And then she would go off and, I don't know, seek some external advice and stuff like that. And I only find out years later that she was actually, um, that that actually happened to her. So it kind of... It wasn't something that, that completely upset me because I felt like, okay, maybe she would feel a little bit more comfortable talking to a stranger than to a close friend um, and possibly wanted to seek more professional advice as well. So it was okay with me. But um, it's just that, you know, I would think that as friends, you actually tell me what's going on with you. At least that's the basic expectation that I would have in a friendship. I don't expect to know, like, every single minute detail of your life. But I think big once like you know having emotional breakdowns and things like that i think um as a friend i would want to be there for you so telling me stuff like that wouldn't be you know that um yeah i feel like you know it's something that we could actually share in and we could support each other in um yeah but anyway asking her to kind of hang out as well was um it was it was like a really painful process to her um you know, there were always suggestions to meet up and, and it was always either met with huge reluctance from her, um, never really wanting to schedule or put anything on the schedule, never really like, you know, keeping to the promise um, of, you know, uh, previous promises. And yeah, and it was just, it, it just got very tiring to me because after a while I felt like, um, it felt like I was chasing her and I'm not the type of person that likes to chase, especially at this point in time in my life. I don't think that that's how I want to lead my my life, you know, chasing after people to hang out with me. You know, that sounds really pathetic. <laughs> and um, it sounds like, you know, like the person doesn't really like value the relationship or the friendship as much as I do as well. And if the person doesn't, then, you know, I'd rather just leave the person alone. Yeah. And because, you know, I have so many other friends who are like, you know, we don't, we don't talk often, but when we meet up or there's a suggestion to meet up, it's always done with both parties, you know, really, really wanting to see each other. There's no like, oh, you know, dragging my feet and like, um, it's so difficult to get out the house and things like that. Like, there's nothing like that, um, which I experienced a lot of with this particular friend. Um, and then, you know, something happened in the past couple of weeks. So um, we had a slight miscommunication. 
um, it kind of devolved into like uh, I wouldn't bore you the details, but it kind of devolved into this like stonewall silence on her end for a number of days, when I was kind of just expressing myself in terms of like you know I really value our friendship, blah blah blah. Um, and then she kind of replied like a few days later, and um, I don't know, you know that that whole reply and the way that it was handled, I just felt so tired. I just couldn't be bothered after that. You know, it was when I also knew that my patience with this particular friendship, um, and the years of resentment of always having to chase after, you know, a uh, chase after her to set up a meeting and stuff like that, had, um, it kind of had worn me thin and I no longer want to put up with that okay so while I do believe that you know friendships have their seasons and with this particular friend we might reconnect down the road again because you know our friendship's always been a bit on and off um yeah but you know the road to that might be a pretty long and uncertain one I have no idea when we'll reconnect again and to me you know it doesn't matter because um taking care of myself right now is my priority yeah and no more do I want to chase after people, you know, in friendships or in love and get them to actually meet up with me. Even even if you profess, you know, to me being your best friend, um, I don't think I need to chase after you. Yep. So that's something that I no longer want to do. I no longer want to play the role of listener or psychiatrist or therapist um, anymore. So, um, you know, friendships or relationships like that will, not, um, will fall by the wayside as well. But on the flip side... <laughs> Positive um, vibes, right? Positively speaking, I mean, um, I made a lot of new friends in this year. Some of which have um, stayed with me long after I left, you know, certain places because I was at a previous job and made a lot of really wonderful, like, friends there. Um, we don't keep in touch, like, all the time, but when we do meet up, it's really, really fun. And, you know, we just we just vibe on a, on a different level. Um, and I've also made, made um, other friends, you know, through other social groups that I've been at. So it's been really, really nice. And I've strengthened a lot of my current friendships as well with people that I love and that I, you know, that want to be in my life and I want to be in theirs as well. So it's been amazing. Yeah, but, you know, this theme of the lovers, you know, and, and friendships and breakups and stuff, you know, has really come up really strongly for me this year. So that's the first theme. Okay, the next one is all about choices. Okay. Oh my god, um, this year was just full of really, really hard choices for me. Um, it doesn't sound that way to other people, but it was really hard for me emotionally. So um, the first big choice that I had to make was to change jobs. Okay, so I was at a previous job um, for about a couple of months and I was really feeling really disengaged um, and, and kind of like really just not into the work at all, although the people were really nice. Um, I really needed the rest from the, the work as well because I just left a very toxic um, job last year in August um, and I really, really needed to, you know, get my mental and my physical health back and that job, you know, the, 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 the job that lasted a couple of months did so did help me to rest and all that but it got to the point where, you know, it felt like I was really, really lacking something I was kind of turning up to work like just really like um, I just wasn't into it at all and um I'm not someone that can actually stay in a role for a very long time if the work isn't interesting. Okay, so it really felt like I was turning up to work and just slowly killing my brain cells because I just couldn't be bothered to work and it was so uninteresting to me. So just about like a um, couple of months in, I knew I had to go. But I didn't know what you know job I could actually take up next. So that was like the big biggest problem that I've had for the longest time I have no idea in my day job what I've actually wanted to do um, but then you know I was kind of 
you know, it's kind of just leaving the options open and all that. But then the opportunity to step into a leadership role kind of presented itself. It was also done in this really casual manner. Like my friend, really close friend of mine told me that there was a job opening at this particular company, which I actually always had heard about. Um, and they were looking for, you know, a particular, you know, a person with a particular skill set. Why don't I try? So I was just like, whatever, just send in my, my CV, my resume. Um, and yeah, you know, I just had a chat and an interview and, you know, it was all done and wrapped up in a couple of like weeks. And um, yeah, it's, it's just really, um, it was just so interesting how the entire thing happened. But then I had to kind of make a choice, okay, I had to make a decision between choosing this new role um which was a leadership role something that i've always been wanting um the 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 caveat was that it came with a slight pay cut or do i stay in my you know boring job um with you know which the work was kind of meaningless to me um with great friends and a higher pay with a potentially you know higher pay because i was due for bonuses and things like that at the end of the year so um it was difficult okay it was really hard um I talked to a lot of people about this. I thought about it for a really long time. Um, I kind of prayed about it as well, though I'm not a religious person. And kind of just like, oh my God, I'm just going to surrender this to the universe and see, you know, what happens. Um, so I, I I took the job. Okay, so I took the job with a slight pay cut. And honestly, I've been a couple of months in a job, into the, this job now, the one that I took. And I love it. It's just like... I don't know, it's, it's just, um, it feels right. It feels like a right choice, okay? A right choice now, a right choice in the near future, although I don't know how long it will be a right choice, okay? But it just feels like I'm in the right place and I'm actually really, really happy with, with my decision. Um, the thing was that uh, it took me, it was so hard for me to kind of make that shift and even until now, I'm still like kind of grappling with that slight pay cut because, you know, um, it all comes down to money, so uh, just personally speaking, like everybody else, I've been carrying a lot around a lot of very unhealthy um, money stories from childhood because I didn't grow up in a very wealthy family and we had, you know, a lot of our own money struggles. Uh, parents always thought about money and, and all that as well. So money is a very like sacred thing to me. Um, I'm still trying to break, you know, the bonds with, you know, those sort of like dependency bonds with money, but, you know, it's still there. Um, and like the pay cut kind of stirred up a lot of like stories around it like oh my god am i like shortchanging myself am i like um you know is this good for me blah 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 and um yeah well i made a decision there's no looking back um and i foresee you know um myself making a lot more interesting choices in 2023 because besides my day job i had to make a huge pivot in my in my um in my own business as well so um the podcast is for my business and um i you know i have been writing and, and kind of you know seeing clients for a couple of years but it kind of didn't feel right like i mentioned you know at the beginning of the podcast it kind of felt a little bit like something was missing um and then you know i had this limerence episode earlier in the year and it was just like okay that's it i this is something that I really want to work towards. And since all my clients are coming to me with issues around like, you know, friendships and romantic obsession and, you know, life purpose and things like that, that would be my focus. And that was how I made the choice to kind of switch up a lot of things in my business. So I started doing a lot of uh, marketing, you know, um, a lot of writing, a lot of talking about my business. You know, I'm, I'm very proud of it and what I do. Um, I didn't used to be like that. Like, before 2022, I'll be like, oh my god, you know, ask me to be on social media is like pulling teeth. 
because I I just didn't want to be seen. Yeah, it was weird, but I just didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to have to do the work to be seen. Um, it felt like a chore. Like I mentioned about this podcast at the beginning, like the previous seasons just felt like a chore. But it doesn't feel now. It feels great. And I know that, you know, um, the choices I've made in my business will actually serve me well. Yep, so that's the second theme around choices um, and having to make a decision between one or the other with a lot of um, pros and cons for each one. But uh, I made it and I foresee more to come in 2023. The third big theme is actually the relationship with me, uh, me and myself. Okay, so this year is about friends and, and lovers and all that, but it's, it's also with myself. So um, a big part of relationship life that we always kind of miss out on is actually the relationship with ourselves okay we always forget about ourselves so you're always thinking about like other people like oh our friends our lovers our whatever but you know we don't really think about how we are actually feeling we don't really take care of our needs we're always kind of like the last people that we actually look at to think like oh you know um i need this or i want this you know and and i need to rest right now that kind of stuff okay so um I've always been like that for the longest time. It was always about like, you know, what other people wanted me to do, what I should do, because what um, this is what other people said. So that sort of thing has always lingered in my mind for like the longest time. And it bothered me so much in my business as well, because I was like, oh, you know, people said that I have to do this and I have to do it that way. And like, you know, I have to have an intro and an outro for my podcast episodes. And I was, you know, that caused me so much of stress because I am not someone that likes to do things like that way. I want to do things my way. Um, yeah, but it kind of screws in my mind, you know, because it's like, I, I don't know whether I can't trust myself. Okay, so this year was all about kind of bringing that trust back into myself and, and starting to, you know, see myself and love myself. And it actually started with very, very small things that, um, you know, I, I kind of tried. Because, for example, okay, um, I'm not someone that loves, like, buying things that I wanted. Like, previously, I would kind of take such a long time to actually commit to a purchase that, in the end, I end up not purchasing it because it was such a hassle, like, a mental hassle. Because I, I kind of over, overthought a lot of the processes, I would compare prices and things like that. In the end, it's, it got so much of a hassle that I just stopped it. Okay, but this year I started, especially in the last quarter of the year, I started buying things that I wanted. Okay, being a chronic underbuyer, this was actually very difficult for me. So when I wanted a dress recently for an event, and I was just like, you know, it's it's $50. And I was just like, I usually don't throw $50 on like a dress, but this is something that I wanted because... The hassle of looking out for another option wasn't, you know, it was so tiring. So I just got it and I love it. I love the dress. And um, I would, yeah, I would wear it like any time I wanted because I love it. And um, another thing was that I would also hold back on experiences that would actually help me and make me feel better. Um, this included experiences that um, like purchasing a class, a yoga package. Okay, so um, and um or buying a, or signing up for a course, things like that. Um, another thing that I would do as well to put myself as, you know, second place was that I procrastinated on things that I knew I wanted to do. So this actually involved um, decluttering. It involved the smaller things in life like cooking, um, you know, cooking meals myself and decluttering and staying in shape, staying fit. All these things I actually procrastinated so much on, I ended up like not really exercising for most of the year. Um, 
but I actually know that by doing these things, my life would be significantly better, at least for me. You know, the quality of life would actually be, be increased. And um, not putting myself first even involved not wanting to rest early or take naps. Okay, this, I know this sounds really ridiculous, but at some you know, level deep down within me, I felt that I was always sleeping, always resting, always very lazy. You know, and I shouldn't be sleeping so much, which was why I was kind of always, you know, going to bed late, waking up early and getting like really guilty that I, you know, um, I felt really guilty, when, guilty whenever I slept in, you know. So I started having the habit of sleeping in and having long naps and just resting and doing nothing. Okay, and things actually really started to shift for me when I took a very long break between the two jobs that I was, um, I was at previously and the one I'm at currently. Um, I spent three weeks just, you know, doing things I really, really wanted. Not things that I felt I should be doing, okay, but things I really wanted. So I randomly bought a plane ticket to fly out and meet a friend in a nearby country. It was so awesome. Um, the trip was one of the most relaxing, most fun trips I've ever had in a really long time. And I loved it. Loved every minute of it. Loved my friend. <laughs> loved spending time with her. Um, it was so amazing. But to think that, you know, I almost did not give myself the chance to actually have that, that kind of fun. Yeah, and when I came back from that, tr that trip, I spent about two weeks kind of holed up at home just doing nothing. Like, really, literally doing nothing. I would wake up, I would be like, okay, let me have an amazing breakfast. I'm going to have, like, you know, breakfast for, like, an hour and a half. Just, you know, eating eating my, my food and just, you know, watching or reading whatever I wanted to. I took naps whenever I wanted to. I woke up whenever I wanted to. I marathon movies. I read um, I did chores whenever I felt like it. And I loved every second of it. I did not even step out of the house. And um, usually the me, like a couple of months or years ago, you know, whenever I had free time like that, it would be like, oh, you know, I need to go to a cafe. You know, because I had this ideal fantasy in my head that, you know, I need to spend my free time reading or looking intellectual or looking like amazing at, a, you know, a cafe and like, you know, having my laptop open and typing away, you know, my website and my blog and... Um, yeah, you know, thinking up new stuff, you know, all done at a cafe with, you know, a cup of, you know, latte or whatever, you know, that gave me such like a, it was kind of the ideal kind of fantasy that I had about myself. And whenever I went to cafes though, like in my country, in my city, it just annoyed me, you know, because it's always full of people. It's always noisy. I can never find like a, a plug or a switch, you know, for my laptop. I bring all these stuff over there and I never end up doing anything because it's so distracting that I end up just like going there, grabbing a drink, sitting there for barely an hour and then I run home. And, you know, it doesn't contribute to a positive experience for me. And, um, or, you know, I would guilt trip myself and be like, oh, you know, you said that, you know, wanted to declutter like these areas of your, of your room and you haven't done a single thing, you know, in the two weeks and stuff like that. So the previous me would have a very different definition of enjoyment and this time around I just wanted the, the definition of enjoyment for me was to allow myself to do whatever the heck that I wanted to and it was so amazing. And I really recommend this to people who struggle with um, just, you know, not letting yourself have fun. You know, if, if taking yourself on a trip or whatever it is, is too much for you, just, you know, give yourself that space, you know, every day to just do a little bit of what you want. Not what people tell you that you should be doing, what you want to do. So if you want to just lay in bed, you know, because you have been a hard worker and you have been, you know, really doing everything in your life so well and you want a break, you know, have that break. 
yeah, don't feel guilty that, you know, I'm lying in bed for three hours and I'm not decluttering or, you know, I'm lying in bed for three hours and when I should be studying or whatever. You know, take a break. You know, give yourself that, that chance to just allow yourself to do what you want. That, that small pockets of freedom, it really goes a, a long way. Yeah. And the thing that I always kept, keep in mind and I kept in my mind for that three weeks of rest was, you know, the question, would doing this lead to a better quality of life for me, no matter how small? So this is how I kind of go about my life these days. And this mantra is so, so useful because whenever I'm thinking of underbuying or not purchasing something my, for myself, not um, doing the things I want to, I always ask myself, you know, if I did this thing, would it actually, you know, or, or if I bought this thing, would it actually increase my quality of life? Right? And if it does then it's a hell yes, I will actually buy it. Hell yes, I will actually get this done. Hell yes, I'll go out and get my groceries and cook a very healthy meal because it increases my quality of life after that. And if, you know, um, resting or just, you know, not doing anything for an entire day increases my quality of life because I feel rested and rejuvenated, then so be it. Yeah, and I can't wait to do more of this, you know, loving myself things in 2023. I really look forward to that. And the last uh, theme... Um, is, you know, getting rid of the old stories from our lives, okay? So, um, it's very interesting, but I keep, uh, like I said, I was into tarot for uh, quite a while this year. I keep pulling, you know, cards with this sort of theme. You know, like you need to re-examine the stories you've been telling yourself, you've been holding yourself back, etc., etc. And whenever I went for tarot readings or like even with my coaches as well, because I do have a personal coach that I work with, Every person I spoke to will be like, hey, Sonia, you know, you are actually like, you're, you're holding yourself back. Instead of the stories that you're telling yourself that is holding you back, you got to let the old stuff go. And <laughs> this clearly was what I needed to do because I was hearing all these messages from so many different people, unrelated people and unrelated sources that I knew that it was something that I had to work on, but I had no idea how to do it. And I, I constantly thought that, you know, by choosing something different, like I talked about choices now. So when choosing something different is actually, you know, rewriting old stories, which in a way I was. But still, you know, at the bottom of it, I had a lot of lingering like patterns and um, beliefs that I still couldn't break. Okay. And um, it was only when I was speaking to my coach a couple of weeks ago, actually, that it suddenly dawned on me that I had been carrying around a lot of, you know, really old beliefs and outdated, you know, thought patterns about things in life, you know, about love, about friendships, about business, about work, and just everything. Um, like, for example, I was so hesitant to kind of pivot away from my old business model, and also hesitant to actually start writing my book. Um, I'm actually in the middle of it already. I'm also hesitant to do all these things because of all these, you know, rules that I've been telling myself about, you know, that I, I shouldn't do this, I can't do that, um, you know, um, like, I, 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 this thing won't happen, so why bother? I had a lot of those sort of, sorts of stories that I was actually telling myself. And it's actually really hilarious because most of the entire year, I, I, I spent, you know, with the universe and the coaches and, you know, my, my, my tarot cards, you know, telling me that I had to break free of old patterns and it kind of only, like, it kind of, the, the realization kind of happened or dawned upon me only in the last couple of weeks of the year. So it's, that's really hilarious. But I'm slowly getting into the practice of allowing my intuition and my um, inner self lead the way instead of trying to um, force fit my behavior around certain thoughts and beliefs that I, I'm holding. 
Okay, because I know that these stories have from long are from long ago. They're from childhood, and they have to go. Okay, and it's going to take a while, but um, I'm really determined to actually let those stories go and to rewrite new ones. Okay, um, yeah. Uh, life is not without its challenges and we will definitely have some story or belief about what something or the other you know, in our lives. But I'm really, really excited to see what will happen if I actually break free of these stories and write new ones for myself. Yep, so here's the new stories being written in um, 2023. Those are the themes that um, came up for me this year. Um, and, you know... Yeah, so I'll be ending the podcast on this note. No, there's no outro and there's no intro. Like I said earlier, there's no music that's going to be played. Um, podcast will be done simple and straight to the point. Hopefully, I ran a lot, I know. But it's going to be done without any music and it's going to be done my way. Yep, so um, looking forward to connecting with you again on the um, next podcast episodes. Um, a couple will be coming up in the next few weeks. And as I, you know, am creating a lot of content around um, romantic obsession and limerence and life purpose, I'll be sharing all of that and all of my, you know, own thoughts and musings about, you know, social critics and things like that with you on this space. Um, if not, then, you know, check out um, my website and my blog and my coaching sessions are now open as well. So I will leave that all down in the show notes. And, um, you can get in touch with me anytime on my website as well as on my Instagram handle. So with that, I wish you a very, very happy new year. I hope 2023 is full of blessings for you. And if you're doing your reflections for the last year of um, 2022, um, you know, I hope that that exercise is also an amazing one for you. So with that, I will speak to you soon and have a great day. Talk soon. Bye.